0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: This is the Red Sox pre-cap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelly Verstrait.
0: Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network.
2: Red Sox Precap podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network, where I, Keaton DeRosher, and Shelly straight will recap the series that just ended with the Red Sox and preview the series that's about to start. Um, Shelly, right off the bat, we have a two-game split here with Baltimore, which I guess is progress, right?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we won some games, so it's definitely progress.
2: Yeah. Uh, opening series of the season, dropped two out of three, split. I guess that's you know, one more win, but <laughs> I uh, had funny. a little bit of a streak there going there, but uh, let's dive right on into game one, where Mr. Nadevaldi had himself a game. Seems like he, well, hopefully he can keep this going, kind of straighten himself out. Seven innings pitched, one walk, um, there are six strikeouts, uh, did give up a home run, but limited the damage and then ended up getting the win seven to one what did you think of all these performance this time around
1: um I was impressed um uh, the first inning was a little bit sketchy um but it seemed like he was able to buckle down and get through six more um so yeah i, I was I was really um, uh pleased with his with his performance I mean yeah I mean do I want more strikeouts sure I mean he went seven and six strikeouts. Uh, when you have Nate Evaldi, you kind of, typically you kind of want more strikeouts than you have innings, but yep. I mean, he went seven innings, only gave up uh one earned run, six strikeouts. I'm totally fine with that.
2: Agreed. Like to see him keep this going. Yep. Brazier followed with an inning and two strikeouts and Phillips Valdez finished off the night for the Red Sox with one inning and two strikeouts. It's a pretty solid performance from the pitching as well as the bats who were able to put up seven runs and four runs in the ninth. Uh, They also thankfully did not get no hit by Asher Wojciechowski this time around. Quite the contrary, we had him chase step for three and two thirds and three runs and only four strikeouts. And most of the damage here coming in the ninth, um, we had some multi-hit games from Bogarts uh, and Mitch Moreland who kept their hot streaks going and Rafael Devers. And then uh, Christian Vasquez, who hopefully is heating back up after a, a nice long cold spell there, also had a multi-hit game. Uh, of all those heads that had the multi-hit games, um, I guess which, which do you think is the most likely to continue this and keep moving forward?
1: Um, I mean, I'm just going to maybe take the easy way out and t- just take Bogertz there. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bogertz, oh, he's the man. I was really um, encouraged to see uh, Vasquez get two hits. Um, He's been dealing kind of with like a heel issue, Um, but uh, which is a little bit scary. Um, But just seeing him just get two hits, even if it is against the Orioles, it's still it's still great um, to see.
2: Yeah, a dinger from Bogarts in the third inning, and then a dinger from Moreland in the ninth inning, three-run dinger, and he is now batting after this multi-hit game, three sixty.
1: Um, I I am so impressed. Um, <laughs> I did not expect this, um, from Mitch Moreland, and. <sighs> Is as, as disappointing as our team is. I'm afraid that he might be traded. I hope that he isn't because he's a he's a this like little bright spot on our team. Um, but if he is, um, I totally get it. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, he's 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 totally killing it at the beginning of the season.
2: Sure is. On the game two, which speaking of trades on Friday, Brandon uh, Workman and Heath Embry were traded. So. We won't see them popping up here anymore.
0: Yep.
2: Um, then the Red Sox turned around and got the win. Um, kept their little win streak rolling here. 8-5. Uh, to five. Um, Kind of flipped the script a bit here. And they were the ones who scored early and often. Um, a bit of a struggle in the bullpen um Well, I guess I'll just go through them all. Brewer and Means was the pitching matchup. Means ended up going three, giving up three runs and two strikeouts. He has just not looked the same um, this season after coming back from that injury at all. Colton Brewer went four innings, two strikeouts, two walks, only three hits. Was able to uh, keep everything in line there. Then uh, Darwins and Hernandez made his debut and ended up getting the win. Uh, Two innings pitched, three strikeouts, one walk. That is really good to see. Only one hit. Uh, and then uh, Osich had himself a difficult day going an in inning in two-thirds and giving up all five runs. <laughs> um, three homers. Not great. Not great. Uh, and then Austin Bryce uh, finished off that second inning for Osich and Barnes got the save, uh, who is presumably now the Red Sox closer, unless something else should change, should he also be traded. So yep. um, Highlights here, another home run for Bogarts. J.D. Martinez hit his third of the season, which is great to see. Devers hit his fourth of the season. Uh, The core guys there in the middle of the order that you want to see hitting bombs, hitting bombs. So that is really great to see. Devers had another multi-hit game. J.D. Martinez had a multi-hit game. And my boy Michael Chavis had a multi-hit game whose average is now up to 246. Uh Uh-oh. Ooh, is he streaking. (laughs) So, I guess, what was your... Your just overall reaction to this game, um, really was uh, the score makes it look a lot closer than it was. Osich gave up his five runs in the seventh and the eighth. Red Sox were basically in control the entire way here. A uh, little bit shaky, thinking that they were about to possibly blow it um, after Osich gave up those runs. But for the most part, a game that we haven't seen in a while where the Red Sox were just in control.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was really, really excited. I'm um, and, and pleased with this game, and b- the biggest takeaway for me was Darinson Hernandez. Um, I mean, he yeah. made his debut this uh, you know this year. He went two innings, got three strikeouts, only one walk. Like that is huge. Um, I do think that he. Um, I don't really want to see him like move back to the starter role, but you know him pitching two innings, maybe three innings here, following like like one of our quote unquote bull. Games I'm totally fine with, and just to see him just like just come out and just just really just dominate um, is really really that is like the the bright spot of this game
2: for sure. Especially that long layoff and then coming back. He also was asked and said he sees himself as a starter, but is ready to fill any role that the Red Sox kind of have for him. So how do you think the Red Sox end up using him? Do you think they give him a chance to be a starter or do you see him as like an opener or the follower in one of these like bullpen days? How do you think the Red Sox end up using him going forward?
1: Um, I mean, if, 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 if I had my, you know, just, if it was up to me, I would use him as the follower You know, throw him, like, two to three innings after an inning of, like, Brewer or Osage or, you know, some guys like that. Um, That's how I kind of view him. Um, I really don't want to see him move, like, towards the starter role because we've seen that before. And, unfortunately, Hernandez can only go maybe about three innings and then he gets blown up. So, um, I would just really like to see him in the follower role.
2: Agreed. Um, Then game three, yesterday, the Orioles got the walk-off win in extra innings. Uh, Another great pitching performance uh, from Martin Perez, who went seven innings, six strikeouts, uh, only one run, five hits, one walk. Did give up a homer. Um, Pat Valaika had himself a (laughs) serious homer in the first three games. Uh, Actually, I did not get a chance to watch today, so I don't know if he hit his fourth, but he at least had the first three, which uh, not exactly where we would have expected the power to be coming from here. But uh, that was followed by Josh Taylor, who gave up two runs and blew, um, I guess got charged with a blown save there in the eighth. And then Ryan Brazier went one in the third, clean, no runs. Uh, and then Barnes ended up blowing the save his second of the year and taking the loss in the 10th.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still kind of like impressed with Perez because I've been like kind of I mean, I mean watching the games and then also going back and looking like baseball savant, like he's really like throwing a lot of stuff out of the zone, but he's still able to get away with it. So it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't know how I feel about uh, Martin Perez, but you know with the the state of our pitching I'm totally fine with just being totally confused with Martín Perez, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, with Josh Taylor uh, I know that he had a long layoff so I'm not going to look really into kind of what he's done like he has a you know a 19 what ERA right now which is yep which is uh, it makes sense because he hasn't thrown too many innings and he's kind of you know, giving up a couple of a uh, couple of runs there, but um, I, I I still think he's going to turn around. Um, but I mean, I, I'm i I'm disappointed that we got this loss, but overall, I'm okay with it. If that makes any sense.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was really encouraged to see Martín Perez keep that going, and um, we won't really talk about the trade too much because this is the podcast <laughs> to talk about it. But I'm hoping that what they've done and been able to unlock with team Perez they might be able to do with Nick Pavetta, who has had a lot of hype in the past but just never been able to put it together. I'm not really expecting much from him in his 15.88 ERA, but if they can unlock him like they've done with Perez here and get really quality starts out of him, that's a nice game changer.
1: Yep, totally.
2: Uh, highlights for the Orioles, I kind of already hit on that. Uh, Valaika hit his third, or hit homer in his third straight game, Santander. It is 10th of the year. He is just on fire. He's kind of been a Red Sox killer, too. So yeah. that's not great to see. Um, Cobb uh, posing Perez. I actually <laughs> didn't realize I hadn't mentioned that yet. Uh, Perez and Cobb was a pitching matchup in that game. Cobb went five innings, two earned runs, one strikeout, one walk. One strikeout. That is amazing that he lasted five innings, with one strikeout.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it really is because I mean, Ka, Alex, he's actually been, you know, like pretty good this year and really been really good with like that uh, the splitter that he has. Um, so to just see that he only got like one strikeout is kind of surprising and also going like five innings. Um, but uh, yeah, one strikeout. That was crazy.
2: The Red Sox dropped that 5-4, and then on to the final game of the series, game four of the series, the Red Sox again dropped that 5-4. The Orioles, Uh, Pat Falka, did not hit a home run. (laughs) Uh, Zach Godley versus Wade LeBlanc. In this one, LeBlanc went two-thirds of an inning, gave up one earned, uh, and then left with an injury. And then Eshelman followed that up with four and a third clean with two strikeouts and a walk, which was a big boost for that pitching staff. Godley went two and two-thirds, giving up another three runs five walks and only three strikeouts that is quite a pitching line there uh, as godly struggles continue uh
1: yeah um I, I i was very um excited or impressed with his first outing um of the year and ever since then i just really just want to shut my eyes and <laughs> <laughs> in yeah. five in five walks i i Again, I I don't really know who else really can start for this team, but five walks. Wow. That was... uh, This game was interesting.
2: Yeah, this one was a struggle. Um, Yeah. Red Sox only were able to muster six hits. Uh, The only real excitement coming with a leadoff home run, Kevin Pillar in the first. He had two hits. Jonathan Arauz had two hits and then Bogarts added one. Bradley added one. That was it. Not a whole lot there. Um, Springs followed Godley. Uh, went two innings, three strikeouts. Didn't allow a run. Valdez again continued his impressive year going an inning in the third. Not allowing a hit or well one hit and no runs. And then the uh, I guess the final blow here came with Stock. He went an inning, gave up three hits and two runs. Gathering two strikeouts And then Weber. Finished it up with a clean inning in the eighth but by then two Late. Yep. The Red Sox split the series 2-2. And uh, now move on to... Um, actually, where they sit in the standings first. They are still... Hmm. Uh, they are half a game behind the Angels for the worst record in the American League. bringing up the bottom of the A at least. I kind of feel like that's probably where they're going to be for a while. Yeah. yeah. And that leads us into a three-game series... Against the Blue Jays, which we'll take a quick break and then give that a nice little preview.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, my, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. We, the show is called The, the Deal. deal. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: All right, looking ahead to the Blue Jays. Nice little three-game set here after a day off tomorrow, which is the Red Sox first day off in a while um that will run tuesday wednesday thursday and uh i guess for better or worse here for the red sox boba is injured and probably unlike i think not playing again this year which is a huge bummer however tyoscar hernandez has 10 homers and is hitting 300 not exactly what we would have expected uh and of course we have red sox killer rowdy taliz coming in who. Can't seem to not hit a home run every single time he plays the Red Sox. Right now, the uh, Blue Jays are uh, five and a half games ahead of the Red Sox, so they are bringing up the fourth spot in the AL East. Um, is there anything surprising here? I mean, we we just had a series against the Blue Jays. Uh, are you expecting any kind of different outcome this time around?
1: Um, I'm not, I'm not really expecting too much of, you know, uh, really a different outcome. Um, it really does suck that, um, well, I guess maybe for the Red Sox, it doesn't suck, but, uh, Nate Pearson, you know, is on the IL with like an injury. So we do have a bullpen game in there and we're kind of hitting like the later part of the Blue Jays kind of starting five. So that might help us out. But I, I really don't expect uh, too much uh, of good things for the Red Sox.
2: <laughs> yeah. Last uh, series they played, the Red Sox it was a struggle, but they were able to win two out of three. And with the uh, Blue Jays' injuries, um, I feel like the Red Sox should be able to. I would hope, anyway. <laughs> um, the Pitching matchups for this series, I think, are kind of slightly in the Red Sox favor. Um, We got Hart versus Chase Anderson, Ivaldi versus a bullpen game in game two. And then a bullpen game for the Red Sox versus Hyunjin Ryu. I expect Ryu is going to eat them up, but um, I also kind of expect Hart, even though he's starting that to be a bullpen day as well. Yeah. But um, the Red Sox have kind of put some pieces together so that these bullpen games aren't as terrible to watch, and just an automatic loss when they roll them out, at least the past like eight games or so. So, they probably have a chance against Chase Anderson because the offense has just continued to score a bunch of runs every game. Evaldi, if he's able to keep his going, I feel like they should be able to win that game as well. Uh, Ryu is really the only bright spot for the Blue Jays in their pitching rotation. He's very good. So, I don't feel great about a bullpen day going up against Ryu, but... Um, I'm gonna predict that the Red Sox take two out of three again. But even t- taking two out of three, they're still pretty far behind Toronto.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I agree. I do think that we're gonna take uh, two out of three against Toronto. Um, I-, I know that we have um, like, quote unquote, like two bullpen games. But knowing that we have Josh Taylor and Durin's and Hernandez back in the bullpen, um, it really does, I, I think, help. The those bullpen games a little bit. And I do think that we can get to Chase Anderson. I mean, he's coming back from injury himself. Um, so, yeah, I, I do agree with you. I think it we can take two out of three here.
2: Agreed. Maybe something that's uh, not trending very well for the Red Sox is Kevin Biggio and Lourdes Gurriel Jr. have kind of started to find their stroke recently. Yeah. Um, both have averages at almost 270 now. I believe, believe the last time we played they were under 200 or at – which is right at 200. So they've kind of been able to put things together here. Biggio's up to six strikeouts, four stolen bases. He's going to be 18 walks and 22 strikeouts. That is incredibly impressive for Biggio. so Yeah. That, uh, although Bichette is missing, there are still bats to be feared in this lineup. And then, of course, old friend, Travis Shaw. Yep. Um, that is all we got. Oh, um, MVP of the series. We forgot to do both. Whoops. Um. Well, for the... I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Bogarts for the uh, the Orioles series, even though Pat Falikin probably <laughs> deserves a look. Uh, but I'm gonna go on the positive route, even though the series split. Uh, Bogarts had himself pretty decent series.
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Pat Falikin might uh, might be the MVP, but uh, I'm just gonna give it to Bogarts because I love I love Bogey.
2: Agreed. Yep. Uh, and prediction: uh, Alex Verdugo is on an absolute tear right now right so i'm gonna i mean while he didn't end up hitting a home run in this series he still hit almost 400 for the series that four game series uh and that's something that he's, he's on like a 13 game hit streak so i'm gonna go with verdugo
1: uh yeah i i'm totally for it like um i i i i'm totally for verdugo for the mvp and i really just hope that he just is hitting leadoff um, just going forward, I know that he won't because Pilar would be hitting off against lefties, but not yeah. my decision.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm with you if it makes you feel any better. It does. <laughs> you can find both of us at Over the Monster where we've written some stuff, participated in roundtables, always got stuff popping up over there. You can also follow us both on Twitter at The Spoken Keats and at underscore 643 Thanks for listening. We'll be with you again on Friday morning.